Bang! What's up, y'all? I'm Nick, a senior writer over here at Sports Pack 12, and this is going to be our mailbag question segment. So I'll be answering the questions you sent in here in a podcast format, and if you'd like a written response, send them over to fellow senior writer and Dane Miller. And so in all seriousness, I have a lot of fun answering these questions. They take my research and my thinking all over the conference. And one point I want to reiterate is I'm just like you. I'm a Pac-12 fan, so in all seriousness, we're one and the same. We may cheer for different schools, but hey, we're all Pac-12 fans in the end. We're very similar. So from down south to the Arizona schools, to up north to the Washington schools, to east out in Utah and Colorado, we got Oregon and Cali in between. And in our entirety, we make up the Pac-12 conference. And even though we compete against each other during the year, let's come together for this podcast and have a heck of a lot of fun. So without further ado, let's get to today's question. And thanks for tuning in as always. Thirsty Thursday, y'all. Hey, let's do it, boys. All right. Uh, so the question is from Nigel today in Bria, California. And he says, Hey, Nick, buddy, love your stuff. Do you think the Trojans can hold off the Ducks and have the best 2021 recruiting class? Then a little exclamation point with the fight on. So again, the actual question here today is going to be, do you think the Trojans can hold off the Ducks and have the best 2021 recruiting class? So, Bria! I really like that city name. It's like, it just flows. Bria! Okay. So, uh, in regards to what Nigel is saying here, as it stands today, UC currently holds the best class in the Pac-12 which is good for fifth nationally. They currently have 10 four-star commits to the program for that same year. And some notable names to remember in this class are going to be quarterbacks, Jake Garcia and Miller Moss. And on the defensive side of the ball, the highest rated recruit is going to be outside linebacker Julian Simon. For Oregon's 2021 class, as it stands today, Oregon currently is the second best class in conference and is good for eighth in the nation. They do have one five-star commit in Troy Franklin and nine four-star commits led by quarterback Ty Thompson. On the defensive side of the ball, the most highly rated recruit is going to be inside linebacker Keith Brown. So look, I already know what you're thinking, so slow down, because I I know what you're thinking. Anyone can look this up, Nick? Well, no, it's Sherlock. But it's probably important that the listeners outside the two programs have a little background information regarding the two classes. And look, I've got to explain myself to you. I just want to point that out, that I might be in a fight myself. And I'm not exactly who I'm mad at, but I don't know what's going on, but you know who you are. <laughs> that was in my notes, but I don't know if that can do it justice. That whole little thing here is going to lead to this. Do you hate when uh, teachers used to do that as a kid? They'd be like, you know who you are, and you know who you know who's talking. And yeah, it probably was me talking in the back of the classroom, but that doesn't mean now you got to implant this mind in the back of my head, like, I don't know if you're talking about me now. Could it be to the girl to the left? Could it be Shirley up front? Could it be Jonathan and back? I don't know. So, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Random Thursday. So uh, now here to the actual answer, Nigel. Plain and simple, I think the action on the field dictates who's going to win the offseason recruiting battle. And since the two classes are neck and neck, right now there's really no way of separating the two based off of who could sign and what recruit could really tip the scales in one form or another. But for me personally, and then can't speak for other people, but for me personally here, I'd expect USC to hold off Oregon. And that's really because of two main reasons. 
I'll probably squeak in a third point here. I don't have it in my notes. I did have the rant in my notes, but not a third point here. But again, I think the first two will really kind of cover and explain where I'm coming from. So the first and most obvious reason is the fact that USC had a down year, well, you know, by, by their standards, like not, not normal program standards. But eight and five for the Trojans is a down year, and they still have the top class in the Pac-12 in 2021. Just shows the weight that the USC horse really holds. Should have said Trojan horse, but you get where I'm going with that. I mean, look at it and put it in perspective here. SC got blown out by Iowa in the Holiday Bowl, and they still have the fifth best class in the country. Just really think about that. That USC name holds weight, man. They got blown out in the Holiday Bowl. That isn't a ringing endorsement for a top five class. But again, they have it, and looks like they're going to be stacked moving into the future here. But kind of regarding USC's upcoming season, since my fellow senior writer Dane and I are done with our spring previews over there on the Dane and Nick show, I'll keep this a real quick jiffy. But I expect the Trojans to be very difficult to beat based off the Keaton Slovis, Tyler Vons, and a Monroe Brown combination. And they also have a defense that could prove to be more healthy this year. I'd probably expect them to be healthier. So that defense, if they can be even average or maybe a little bit above average with that very dangerous cheer on offense, I'd expect them to be tough to beat. And this should lead to even more recruits coming into the program. So yeah, I'd expect USC to be able to hold off the Ducks this year, or excuse me, in 2021. Can't say that for every year, but looks like things can be pretty solid for the Trojans up here ahead. And again, if you're looking back to the 2020 class, which was just so freaking weird for SC, they were 10th in the Pac-12 in 2020, but what a way to bounce back here in 2021. Very stereotypical of a dominant USC program. And again, looks like they're heading back off to brighter and greener pastures. And the second reason here is going to be hopping over to the Ducks aspect of it. I expect Oregon to have a down year. I just think that Justin Herbert was so darn good. and he, he made it look easy, man. He really did. And I think that the Ducks faithful might have forgotten how hard it is to win the Pac-12 without a solid, I mean, should I say freaking elite quarterback. And while Tyler Shue is probably highly recruited and is probably a very good player in his own right, he's likely not going to be the next Herbert. Not many people are NFL draft pick top 10. So, I mean, you can't expect Tyler Shue to fill those shoes. Gosh, that was too easy of a pun. I'm not even going to laugh at that one. Just too easy. <laughs> Maybe a little snicker. But again, you, you can't expect Tyler Shue to like really fill Justin Herbert's roles. So I'd expect some sort of fall off. And in a very competitive conference like the Pac-12, that can mean an extra loss or two. And so like quickly, for example, you're looking at a game last year when Oregon almost lost to the Cougs in WSU, but Herbert calmly drove Oregon down the field with like under two minutes left, leading the Ducks to a game-winning field goal from really simple close distance. And you're just taking away, okay, why does that game matter? Look at this. With the quarterback like Shoe inexperienced, that could quickly become a loss. And you add one or two of those games in there, that could be the swing in the recruits between Oregon and USC. Sometimes it's that simple between one loss or two losses. So looking at the Ducks again, spring previews are done, but make it very quickly on why I think they're going to possibly lose one or two more games this year. Their defense should be amazing, one of the best in conference, if not the best. But their offense really could struggle, which could prove troublesome in a North with no gimme games. South is a lot easier this year, at least on paper. But in the North, you have no gimmies. Oregon State looks to be improved. They they might be the one gimme, so I guess I'll backtrack a little bit there. Maybe one gimme. WSU, who knows, always have a solid offense. Stanford should be much improved under David Shaw. And in the other top two teams, UW and Cal, 
they might actually have a better defense than Oregon. They're probably not rated quite as high, but in terms of talent, it could be very close, at least for UW. But UW and Cal, their defense should be just on par with Oregon, so Oregon could really be an interesting, tough year. And don't forget that only two seasons ago, Oregon was 9-4, and four, and pretty mediocre to bad the years before that. So we're about to find out real, real quick here, essentially, are they a flash in the pan, or are they going to be a perennial title contender under Cristobal? So look here, don't get me wrong, still think that Oregon's going to be a squad that no team would prefer to play against, probably going to be favored to win the conference, and yeah, I mean, don't deny that they're elite, but a drop-off wouldn't surprise me, and I think that one or two game drop-off, which is something I would expect to happen, will pretty much lead me to believe that the recruiting battle will be won by USC in 2021. So, whew, a lot there in the Oregon session, and or excuse me, the Oregon section. But to quickly summarize here, it's a coin flip right now, and I think that the action on the field will ultimately determine who will win the recruiting battle. I'd personally expect USC to be better this year because of their elite offense and healthier defense. And I'm expecting the Ducks to take a small step back due to the loss of Herbert. So Nigel, you should be safe to raise your crown as the top recruiting class in the Pac-12 in 2021. Fight on, brother. Fight on, brother. And uh, seriously, thank you for the love at the top of the show. I really do appreciate the kind words. I do my best each day to make something you and others will find entertaining and informative. And I'm really big on not wasting people's time. So I'm grateful for you all taking your time, your precious time, out of your day to listen to me. So... Hey, hey, your boy appreciates the love. Fight on, Nigel, and Bria!